All right, hello, idiots on parade, the two ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here, ladies and kids and gentlemen. We are recording on Sunday, January third, twenty twenty-one. Happy New Year, Jake. Happy New Year. Did you do anything exciting or fun? Uh, just just got drunk with uh, our friends upstairs, man. Yeah, nice. That, uh, that we live with. We uh, had our neighbors behind us over, people that are in our bubble. They uh, they actually already got the uh, the Rona, so they're they're in their three month window of protection right now. So, all right, there you go. Yeah. See, I'm trying to get it every three months, so I know when I'm going to get it, and I know when I'm safe. <laughs> that's that's the way we do it. Yes. No, we we just. Uh, yeah, it was. In, in, Call that a hillbilly vaccination. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that way to do it. I actually really enjoyed it because um, in years past, my wife, uh, it's, it's her only time to shine. She uh, likes to uh, host once a year on New Year's Eve. And the past couple of years, it got a little out of control for me. Just, I don't know, like 10, 15 people all just, and I'm just like, eh, this is too much. I just want small. I just, I just want a couple people hanging out because I'm old. You know, I, I don't do the big things anymore. Sure, sure. Um, my wife was asking me this morning, and I didn't send it to you as a news story, but we, we could open with it. She asked, she said, what do you think the end game is for the, I think it's 11 senators or congresspeople, I, can't, I think Sen- Ted, Ted Cruz is one, so it's senators, that are going to try and protest the uh, January 6th uh confirmation of the electoral college and i honestly said i don't know i said i cannot figure out if they are just trying to show loyalty to trump so that their supporters will continue to support them if they actually believe what they're saying or if they actually think they have a shot at uh, overturning democracy which is which is interesting the fact that they say they're doing it for democracy when it actually flies in the face of the democratic process. Do you have any thoughts on what's going on with the the seditionist senators saying they won't accept the results or they're going to put a delay in? I I'm if I had to guess I'm I'm going to guess that it's the first thing you said that they just they they've kind of they've they've done the tests, they've done the polls in their districts. They have a very pro Trump district that's more pro the rest of the Republicans and the rest of the, the country, for that matter. And so they're like, OK, well, if I don't if I don't kind of suck up to him now, I, I, I'm going to lose in my own primary yeah. by someone with a MAGA hat and a MAGA shirt and a MAGA G string. He's just going to kind of come out and uh, just fucking MAGA, 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 build the wall. This guy's not a real MAGA guy. And then I lose. Yeah. Right. Um I, I at least have to believe that's the case with Ted Cruz, because he he can't be like, I believe everything Trump says. Otherwise, his dad killed JFK. You know what I'm saying? And his wife is ugly. I mean, he's, right, Ted Cruz right. is my favorite for that very reason. Yeah. I was going to bring him up just because I love the fact that Ted Cruz can show. I looked into it and it turns out my own wife is an ugly whore and my daddy did kill JFK. Yes. By God, this Trump guy's on to something. I believe him about the election as well. Exactly. I mean, the guy has no moral spine. He must just love his office that much that he knows he has to pander because... I tell you, I, I'm not a grudge holding guy for the most part. You know, people shit rolls off me. I don't care. But someone comes at me and outright starts insulting my wife. I suddenly don't just jump behind them 100 percent without 
a very public and heartfelt slash contrite apology from that person. And if there's one thing you and I have never seen, it's an apology from Trump on anything he's ever said. He has never yeah. backed down. So for Cruz to jump full-throated behind him, I, I find it amusing as all. Get out. Yeah, and, and you, you don't accuse my, my, my dad of killing JFK either. That's fucked up. My dad did not kill JFK. He did do 9-11. You know what I mean? So like, you can, you can get on him for that, but just only accuse him of the shit he did. And even then, I'm going to deny it publicly. Well, yeah, you don't want to just outright admit to it. Right. Um. This has nothing to do with anything either, but I, I just wanted to bring it up. I thought it was funny. Um, in the late 90s, I was I was a bartender working at a restaurant for New Year's Eve, jumping back to New Year's Eve for a half a second. And on Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year's Eve, the musical guest was Kiss. And someone said, there you go, uh, out with the old, in with the new, with Kiss. And yet here we are, 2020 into 2021, and who had the biggest concert of the decade or this millennium or so? Kiss. They they will they will not go away. They're they're like everyone talks about Keith Richards having survivability. Holy shit, Kiss is still around, dude. And and they can keep wearing makeup, man. They're gonna they're gonna keep going forever. We had uh, Paul Stanley on our show on uh, on Debatable on Volume there. Nice, he, talking about it. Yeah, yeah. They did that in Dubai, man. Yep. I watched some of it. I, I have to admit, it didn't bring me back to my childhood when I actually, like, really loved... <coughs> good sneeze. Good. Loved Kiss. Loved Thank you. It. Thank you. It, uh, but, it, you know, for what it was, I actually, it, you know, enjoyed it for what it was. I didn't watch the entire thing. I didn't buy... You know, I've watched YouTube clips of people. I thought this was fun. Yeah. Um, Dude... It was, yeah, it was, it, was, it was outside. It was kind of like by a hotel or whatever. Yeah, it was yeah. in a hotel courtyard. And so here's what I was going to say. This is this is funny. If you didn't see any of it, they so you have the hotel and then you have a courtyard. Then they have the hotel pool. And between the pool and uh, a body of water is where they set the stage up. So people could buy pool-facing hotel rooms and see the stage and watch the concert. That was the in-person audience where were people safely in their hotel rooms. And whenever Kiss finished a song, you could hear cheering and applauding just like a concert because people had their windows open and were yelling, yay, we yeah. love Kiss. So what's funny is people are posting YouTube videos that they shot from their hotel room. And, of course, the final song that they played at midnight, they did the countdown, 10, 9, 8, 7, and then fireworks started going off and they played rock and roll all night. Yeah. So when you watch the official release of Rock and Roll All Night, you hear the band and they're playing the song and there are fireworks and flames going off all around them. But if you watch a video shot from someone's hotel room, all you can hear are the fireworks. That's it. You can see the band playing, but you can't hear the music. Sure. All you see, all you hear are these fireworks going off everywhere. And every so often, if there's a pause of the fireworks, you hear, oh... So it's just funny, I thought, that the official release is punched into the soundboard, which means it's a concert. But if you were there in person, oh, yeah. you really didn't get a good version of the show because it's like literally watching a concert from three football fields away. <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's shit too, man, because it's it's Dubai. You know those tickets cost money. Yeah, that Everything was not cheap in Dubai, to get that hotel very room. expensive. No, no. <laughs> 
But then again, they should have been able to just go and rush the stage like a normal concert. You know what I mean? Like COVID aside, it's Dubai. They've had the vaccine since before Corona was created and left. Okay, <laughs> they have gold-plated vaccines. Okay, it's 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 made of gold. And that shit from the end of the Indiana Jones and the the, the Last Crusade or whatever, right. they dude, they have like Holy Grail crusades in that fucking city. I that was one thing, and you can expand on this because you have more experience with it. But whenever I visited, um, oh, I don't know, uh, Qatar or Kuwait or Bahrain. I mean, holy fuck, you aren't kidding. They love gold there. I mean, gold is sold in little kiosks that look like mini 7-Elevens. It's just on the street. Like, imagine a, a street vendor in New York just selling gold, and that's what happens there. Like, gold, like solid gold, 14-karat uh, gold bracelets, jewelry, just set up with a suitcase and a folding table. It's insane how much they love gold. Yeah, man, and actually, I, I had less experience with that. I, I I was in Qatar once. I've never been to those other places, man. Oh, but really? yeah, it. You didn't yeah, take the yeah. passes and get you know like bumped around. A, you just went straight to the shit when you went in, huh? Uh huh. They uh. Well, the thing is, is I they we were at like a base. Like they they fly you into Kuwait, right? On on fixed wings, like on um on big like commercial jets, like civilian jets, like the big ones. Yeah, I took one. Of those and ones. then we. Yeah, yeah, and then, and then we switched in Kuwait to, like, C-130s and shit. And then we flew to FOBs over there, which, at that point, we switched to, like, Blackhawks to go to, like, our tiny FOBs. Yeah. But um, uh, we we never got off the base in Kuwait. Huh. Uh, we just got passes when they extended us in my first deployment in Iraq to go to um, Qatar. But, yeah, man, that whole city, it, it's insane, man, because you know how sometimes... If you go to, like, a big city in the States, like New York or L.A. or something, you'll occasionally see, like, a Ferrari or some $100,000 car. But for the most part, most of the cars you see driving around, a good, like, 90% of them, you, you know, in terms of, like, the most common model, it's probably going to be, like, a, a Toyota Corolla yeah, or something. Yeah, it's a Honda Corolla Or, like, a Ford Focus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Honda Civic, something like that. Their, their Toyota uh, uh, Corollas and Honda Civics are Porsches and Ferraris. Like, it's just... That's what got me even more than all of, all of the buildings and everything. You would be in traffic jams with, like, $200,000 car. There would just be people honk, hey, move that $150,000 piece of shit. I gotta get to work, you know? It was like the end of that movie, Mr. Deeds, where he buys everybody a sports car right, right. in his little town. And it was like that. It was It was like traffic jams of just ridiculously expensive sports car. And it's like an accountant going to work. Just like, yeah, 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 you know, this is, this is how we roll here. Well, what I found interesting playing off that, and I hadn't had this thought in years, but I have pictures of it, is as a civilian, we would travel um, on normal city streets in Kuwait or normal highways. And there were a couple points, more than once, it's like, so in America, you leave a city and you drive cross country and you'll go past fields and farms and you'll see cows and horses in fields. And I, maybe I'm just stupid for saying this, but yeah, once you got out of, say, Kuwait City and traveled in a rural Kuwait, 
camels, just guys. Oh yeah. On the side of the highway, not on the side, but you know, like you know, just walking through a, a, the desert with camels, and it was just again stupid of me because of course that's native to the area, but I'm just like, wow, shit, this is sort of stereotypical in a way. There's a guy herding camels, like. Just, just like in the hey, movies. Hey, fella, why is your cow got humps on it? He's sick. You got to take him to a doctor. His neck's all fucking long and crazy looking too. I did find this interesting. Uh, again, just touching on the Kiss concert, and then we'll get off it. Um, like the Doors on Ed Sullivan having to uh, being asked to change their their some phrases. Uh, Kiss could not say Virgin Soul in God of Thunder, so they changed it to Sacred Soul. And the word bitch was deleted from the song 100,000 Years because those were apparently no-nos to the Dubai census. <laughs> I was wondering. That. They had to change God of Thunder to Israel is not a real state. It's just... Uh, <laughs> it's just gossip strip north. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah, just certain tweaks to your songs. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So I want to rock and roll all night and party every day. It's not enough. I want to rock and roll all night and throw rocks at any bitch with her face showing outside because <laughs> she's a whore. Well, I can't say bitch because they had to change that word. Any infidel with her face showing. Any any. There you uh, go. Any uh, non-believer. Slight tweaks to the songs, but either way. All right. You mentioned uh, COVID and passing with the Kiss concert. Let's let's start right there. A few weeks or maybe a couple months ago, we talked about the. Uh, the nurse in South Dakota who said people were in denial that they were dying of COVID as they were dying of COVID. Well, this week, it uh, a report came out. What's the headline? The December 28th, toxic individualism, pandemic politics are driving healthcare workers from small towns. So medical professionals in rural areas, and the story talks about one, it goes into depth in one lady, who moved to a small town for, quote, the small town values she had always heard of. She wanted to raise their kids, she and her husband, to raise their kids uh, with the ethics of valuing community, taking care of your neighbor, and other small town values. And yet when it came to the pandemic, she had to quit her job because of the toxicity. And in the article it said, above more than a quarter of all public health administrators in Kansas, in one state alone, and they said it's not limited to Kansas, but that's the state they studied, t over 25% of healthcare workers quit because of anti-maskers. That is insane. Like the, the anger and violence towards medical professionals for saying, wear a mask, the pandemic is real. Th some had to hire security, some uh, f got death threats. Well, that's the same thing, kissing cousins, you get a death threat, so you hire security. But imagine that. Imagine living in such a rural backwards area where you, you are scorned because, and, and the article also said that up until the pandemic, when they would see her at a softball game or out in the community, it was, oh, oh hey, doctor, uh, can I get some free advice? And she'd give it like, oh, sure, you know, look, check at my elbow or look at my rash. But the instant it becomes the pandemic, it became political. Insane, just mind boggling. Yes, this conservatives is why we all made fun of Donald Trump mercilessly when he had COVID and wished for his death because he's the guy who pushed this shit and he's the guy who goes. And look, I'm not saying that uh, there's not some version of this that exists on the left, right? right. Like there's um, there's doctors who would not in, in places like New York and L.A. prescribe you 
whatever that fucking drug was that Trump was taking. Hydro kind of Hydro yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hydrochloroquine. Um, uh, something yeah, something yeah, really something close like that. to that. Yeah, yeah. Hydroxyclean. I don't know. I, I feel like we're, we're like 90% we're there. really close. But they, they wouldn't prescribe it. If if you said that you didn't like Trump or whatever, because that's how politicized that was, is they were like, wait, is this the medicine Trump takes? I'm not a Trump fan. I don't want the medicine. Right. And it's like, yeah, that's, uh, 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 yeah. There's there's dumb shit like this on the left, but not not to this fucking level, man. And it, it, it's it's like, dude, these are these are healthcare workers. It's, it's it's clearly not a political thing with them. They're like, just just listen to the goddamn doctors in terms of you, you know. Hey, should we wear a mask? Should we not wear a mask? And you, even then, liberals who don't who think they're so much better than these fucks um, take the goddamn medicine they tell you to take as well. I was just, even if even if evil old Trump took it. Oh, that it's not an endorsement of the goddamn medicine itself, or, or, or I'm sorry, his his policies. You taking the, the the medicine? I could be taking this too far, and if I am, I will back off. I agree with you 100%. Each side has their own bullshit. What it comes down to, I think, and this is where I could be wrong, when the idiot on the left goes, I'm not going to take that pill because Trump takes it, and I don't take anything Trump takes, eh, eh, eh. they don't then turn around, as far as I know, and protest the doctor's office and say, this doctor prescribes medicine, this doctor prescribes, you know, like... Oh, yeah, no, the, the, the right has definitely gone way crazier yeah. with this shit. They back I'm off. saying there's a version of this on the left. Yeah, there is. It's not as fucking nutty, not not with this pandemic shit. I had no. an interesting moment yesterday uh, on, what did I say, January 2nd. Today is the 3rd. Yesterday, I went to downtown Iowa City. I had to pick something up. And while I was there, I said, you know what? I am in the mood for an egg and cheese bagel. So I went into Brugger's Bagels, which is downtown Iowa City. I remember that place. Yeah. yeah. And I walked in because I was fully planning on getting it to go. I just wanted to get it in a bag and go. And when I walked in, I saw, oh, that's my only option. All their dining People love bagels in New York. Bagels are such an overrated fucking food, I in only, my opinion. I eat them rarely, but I just wanted an egg yeah, and cheese. Yeah, same. Same. They're, they're, they're good. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with them. But, like, like people people are fucking religious about them out here. It's like, Jesus Christ, man. It's it's, it's like a sandwich, but thicker. Who gives a shit? <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. it's And it's not like the, the bread or carbs is healthy or good for you. So maybe it should be the occasional treat and not an everyday breakfast item. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and, and, and granted, there's some great bagels out here, man. There's 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 spots out out in Astoria where I live. I mean, they 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 make the goddamn things from scratch, and they're great. That being said, still just kind of some bread yeah. with some cream cheese on it. You know what I mean? Yep. Well, I wanted an egg and cheese one, so I walked in, and as I was saying, the the dining room, all the chairs are pushed aside and saying no in-person dining. I'm like, yeah, what are you going to do? This it's a pandemic. Some restaurants are open. Some people have limited dining. Brugger's Bagels took the option of saying no in-person dining. It's a bagel. You can get it to go. You know, who cares? Right. So I am waiting for them to make mine. I, get, I step up. I order. There's, there are two people in front of me. We're all socially distanced. And suddenly about 10 people walk in. There's this large group. And they look at the dining room and they start, oh, we can't, oh. And one guy says super loudly, well, fuck you. You just lost a bunch of fucking business. And they all leave. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, how small is your penis when you have to yell that at the two 20-year-old kids behind the counter? Because I only saw two employees and they're about 20 years old. And you are so angry that you have to yell, you just lost a bunch of fucking business at two kids that... 
this is not their life path. This is not their career. They're in a college town. They're earning a couple bucks to make your, their way through school. How, what a dick move, I thought. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, 20-year-old kid, I know you're actually Nancy Pelosi wearing a young kid <laughs> face mask. Yes. How dare you? Did all the Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible style. Pull that mask off and reveal yourself, Pelosi. Let me eat in here, you whore. I know, you 20-year-old kid putting uh, cream cheese on a bagel, that this was your choice. You actually are the corporate head of Brugger's Bagels, and you're doing one of those undercover boss uh, segments where you're trying to get a feel for the people. So I'm going to yell at you knowing that you have the power to change the indoor dining policy for all the, in the restaurants, including this one. Some people have no fucking perspective. It's insane. This is just a clever way that your company's going to try to convince us to take that vaccine that Brugger's Bagel is making in back of there next to the cream cheese vats. Oh, speaking of vaccines, did I send you this story? I don't think I did. Nope. And nope. It's neither one of those. So, uh, Dr. Drew got coronavirus. Had you heard that? No, I didn't realize it. Yeah, what I can't figure out, and I Googled it a bunch of times, is so I listen to the Adam Carolla show because I find him funny. Don't always agree sure. with him politically, but right, right, that's right. life. You can listen to someone and not agree with him politically. Um, no, that's, that's some old man shit you're talking right there. I only <laughs> want to agree with things. <laughs> well, Dr. Drew is on. So Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla have their own podcast that... You know, they've, they've been together since uh, Loveline back in the 90s. And yeah, I, I don't really listen to his, but I, I listen to him when he's on uh, Corolla's podcast. Right, yeah. I don't listen to his own. But whenever he's been on Corolla lately, he has sort of really downplayed coronavirus, kind of like he did in spring. In spring, he got shit on yeah. for downplaying coronavirus. And then he, when he got, you know, really shouted down, he said, oh, okay, listen to Fauci. And so recently, okay, here's where I'm going with this. When he got coronavirus, everybody brought up what he said in March and April, that COVID's not a big deal. They're like, oh, it finally caught up to you. Nobody pointed out that he's been doing this like recently in December saying, I go out to eat. I eat indoor restaurants. It's not a big deal. They're socially distanced. We're being safe. The last thing, and this is what I can't find out. The last thing I heard him say on the Corolla show was that he was getting his dose of the vaccination on like Saturday, like they, they were talking to him on Monday, said, oh, I'm a few days out. What I don't know is whether or not he got the virus before or after getting vaccinated, because I think it would be very interesting for that information to get out is did he get his shot? But was he already infected or did he get sick right after getting it? Because that would probably throw a huge scare into the public if he did get vaccinated and still caught the coronavirus. Now, I know it's two vaccinations and the first one only gives you like 50 percent protection and you need the follow-up to to gain true protection but that that's what i want to know is when did he get his shot and was he sick before or after getting it i got a coronavirus vaccination and got the the the, the virus the next day that is in the uh the alanis morissette ironic remix for 2020 <laughs> well he's got at least he's not dead there are two more republican politicians one uh, a guy in Louisiana that was going to be sworn in today, as we record, who died of COVID, who was attending events without masks and downplaying it. And he had no other symptoms. Like, it wasn't like he was diabetic and then COVID. He got COVID. It created blood clots. They had to. And this is the best part. He got COVID. 
It created blood clots, and they had to operate on him to take care of the blood clots. But he died during the operation. So COVID deniers are saying he died of a heart attack because of the operation. It's like dumb fucks. He wouldn't have been getting operated on if he didn't have COVID. They will find anything they can, deniers, to to weasel out of, you know, believing there is something going on in the world. I think he was poisoned by AOC. We need more fans. COVID deniers, subscribe, like, <laughs> share our podcast. We're on your side. That's a good take. And why don't we, uh, while we're talking about we're, we're deniers, we also believe in uh, reconstructive foreskin surgery. Circumcision is a sin. Yeah, that's true. I, I wonder how the anti-circumcision people come down on this whole COVID business. You know, because they were, dude, when they trolled our podcast, there was other shit going on. There was like an election happening. Yes. There was wars and stuff. These guys really seem to care more about, a, 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 you know, about a quarter inch of a baby's dick skin uh, than they did all of the problems in the world. I want to know how these anti-foreskin people or sorry, uh, pro-foreskin people, pro. the anti-circumcision uh, fucking maniacs. How have they been tying COVID to a lack of foreskin? I know they've been doing it. <laughs> I just want to know how. <laughs> to anybody that might be listening to us for the first time and or doesn't know what we're talking about, Jake and I mentioned, I think in passing, like we did not... I think I discovered that there was a pro-foreskin anti-circumcision group out there, and I brought it up to Jake and said, Jake, have you heard of these people? And Jake went, no, that's silly. And I went, I agree, that's No, dude, silly. it wasn't even that. It wasn't even that. We got trolled by them because you mentioned, you were like, hey, I just had a son, had him, had him circumcised oh, was that the other day. Yeah, yeah, you just mentioned oh. it at the beginning. And and we weren't even like, yeah, fuck foreskin, yeah, those we just, weird anteater dicks. We just kind of mentioned like, hey, man, I, you know, do it if you want to do it. It's yeah. your baby. Who cares? Your baby's dick skin. And it's up to you. And they came at us hard. Yeah. We were Switzerland in that fucking thing. We weren't taking a stance at all. You just mentioned that you had it done. And we got like hundreds and hundreds of comments. Oh. On it. So after that, we were like, yeah, fuck these guys. These guys are maniacs. We we now have gone hard, hard against foreskins. Like we were, we were. Well, just for the attention. We wanted them to troll right. us again. That was our biggest rated episode of all time is when they trolled us and came at us. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. And and we were Switzerland before. We were like the Kurds, I guess. Yeah. In the whole thing. Now we're like foreskin ISIS, bro. Like we fucking hate foreskins now. They they pushed us hard the yes. other way. That's what happens when you yell at someone as they they take. Dude, they did the opposite of convince. I'm out there. I'm I'm going around. I've been walking around in a ski mask, just fucking, just, just in the street, like, hey, you got a foreskin? You got a foreskin? Show it, show it to me. I've, I've been chopping foreskins off, dude. I, I've been adult circumcising people in gangs. Gangs of foreskin ISISs. That's how much I hate foreskins now. Uh... It's me and a bunch of, like, extremist rabbis, like Hasids. It's me and seven Hasid rabbis just going around, show us your foreskin. Where'd you? Give me the foreskin. I hate foreskins. Lahayim. And we just fucking chop them off. We keep going. I'm their Shabbos going. I chop off the foreskins on high holy holidays when they, they're not allowed to do it. You're the backup for when, uh, yes. Uh-huh. Nice. Yeah, they can't they can't chop off foreskins on the holiday of Yabadi Yabadi Shabadade, and that's when I fucking I do the chop. <laughs> I wish I knew where those comments were because they got vicious. I mean, they we were worse than Hitler 
for that podcast. For for me especially, I was worse than Hitler because I was the one that actually uh, allowed that to happen to my son. How could you? He's going to resent me his entire life. He's going to be in yeah. therapy because of me. I mean, they had some outlandish theories for for what was going to happen to my son because he did not have... Actually, worse than Hitler isn't a good comparison for those guys. I have a feeling a lot of the um, anti-circumcision people don't really mind Hitler all that much, if you catch my draft. <laughs> if Hitler did have a complete penis, then they didn't mind him that much. Right, right, right. Yeah, you, you, they think you're worse than Hitler if the numbers were accurate. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Speak the anti-circumcision crowd. They, they they got a lot of ideas, you know. Speaking of Hitler, uh, there is a trivial trivial pursuit question. Um, how many balls did Hitler have? How many balls? How many balls did Hitler have? It's a trivial pursuit. I've heard question. weird stuff about his dick. I've heard he had like a micro penis. Um, don't know if he had a foreskin or not. Now I want to look into that. But. Uh, I've heard one. I've heard three. And the answer is two. It's one of those just throwaway questions that they get people overthinking and then they don't get it correct. But yeah, ah. Trivial Pursuit, put it out there. How many balls did Hitler have? And the answer was just two. But yeah, it was it was hotly debated. It was, ooh, is it one? Is it three? What happened? And then, nope, two. Trivial Pursuit being sneaky, sneaky. That's a good one. That's a good one. Because I, I definitely overthought it. Yeah. Well, and it was like, did. there's no way it's the normal amount. Yeah. Otherwise, there's no, there there would be no reason to have it right. unless you're just trying to trick dumb motherfuckers like me. And I fell for it yeah, right now. I fell for it too. Live on the podcast, I absolutely fell for it. <laughs> well, let's let's stick with COVID. Uh, we've got two COVID stories up here. This is the fun one. Super gonorrhea may increase in the wake of COVID nineteen. Here's why. All right. First of all, I didn't know super gonorrhea was a thing. Um, I didn't bother to Google super herpes to see if that was a thing after finding out super gonorrhea existed, but it turns out one of the anti uh, one of the antibiotics used to fight COVID also fights gonorrhea, and when you overprescribe any antibiotic, the disease mutates and grows stronger and more resistant to that antibiotic. So, the more one antibiotic is used to treat COVID, the stronger gonorrhea grows. And therefore you have dum -da -da -da, super gonorrhea. So I guess what I'm saying is, Jake, uh, congratulations on your engagement. I look forward to being at your wedding in July. And uh, yeah, I'm happy I'm happily married because <laughs> I don't think I want to be out there to try to fight super gonorrhea. <laughs> you thought you beat me last time, Batman. Well, I'm super gonorrhea. I'm back. Ah. That'd be a pretty good super villain, though. A pretty good uh, yeah, villain would be super gonorrhea. Yeah, it's true. It's, uh, you know, <laughs> you sitting in the hospital next to, oh, what are you here for? Gonorrhea? Ah, it's cute. I remember my first beer. I'm in here with super gonorrhea. Your gonorrhea's got nothing on my gonorrhea. Well, it's funny is I love the, the, so the story is written from the point of what is super gonorrhea and is it something to worry about? Here's what you need to know. Because you and I have discussed this forever. Headlines are all clickbait. They want you to click, so they have to throw it out there. And I'm not going to lie. You throw super gonorrhea at me, I'm clicking it, even even if it shouldn't affect me because I am married. Um, but it's just funny how then they try and twist it and say it's you know either not that big a deal or you shouldn't have to worry about it for this. 
But according to the article, the resistance to the antibiotic in gonorrhea has increased more than sevenfold in five years. It started in 2011 in Japan. Thanks, Japan. First Godzilla, now super gonorrhea. And uh, wait a second, I'm confused. Jake, we have to go down a path here. I have been reading, and I don't have anything in front of me. I have been reading for years. Trump's been calling it Japan gonorrhea, that racist fuck. <laughs> I've been reading for years. He calls it the Tokyo Drift, that fucking racist bastard. <laughs> the, I've been reading for years that the, the, the young people in Japan are having less and less sex. They're more into anime. I, I have I have seen like the percentages are insane. Young people are hooking up less and less in Japan. So if they are having less sex, how are their diseases, venereal diseases, getting oh, worse? You know where it's coming from. You don't get regular. Or, sorry, you get regular gonorrhea from human women. You get super gonorrhea from the dolls. That's right. It's coming from sex robots. Oh, which also came from Japan. They invented the sex doll. Uh huh. Interesting. Dude, this is how the Terminator's getting this. It's the Terminator's not, you know, in the movie it was like, well, let's figure out how to use guns and we'll make ourselves a fucking big jacked Austrian dude. No, 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 no. The robots are like, hey, can we just make a better gonorrhea? You, you know what I mean? They, they, they seem to love the, they seem to love the front hole and the back hole. What if we put the fucking illness there? What if we put the weapons in the front hole and the back hole? Yes. That would, I mean, you, I, I, I have no reason to, but I, I would uh, just, just to say I did it. Try a doll like that if it were clean. <laughs> right, that's how they get you. That's how they get you. The idea they go, you're a man, and men like to put their dick into whatever they can. So uh -huh. why not a robot? And you always ask the guy at the robot brothel, "Hey, man, is this robot been uh, 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 sanitized, clean?" And of course they go, "Yeah." Who's gonna go? Oh no, it's dirty as fuck. I didn't clean it out at all because I'm a messed out robot brothel owner, and it turns out we're not the best guys in the world, you know? Uh, they're not going to tell you, no, it's not clean. They're going to say they flushed it with Clorox, when what they really mean is they gave it a little spritzing of Windex, you know? Right. Exactly. Well, I, uh, was there anything else in that article I liked? Yeah, yeah, no, there was, there was. At the bottom, it said the guys who get the worst super gonorrhea is those dirty fucking animals who still have foreskins. <laughs> it gets trapped in there, dude. It gets trapped with all that smegma stuff, and it grows into super gonorrhea colonies, and it has, it has little gonorrhea babies, and they start fucking roaming around. It's, it's like that thing in Alien, and it pops out of their foreskin. It goes, ah, and now it's on the spaceship. It's loose. Sigourney Weaver's got to track it down using only a toaster and, and, and fucking hairspray as a blowtorch. It's a whole fucking ordeal, these foreskin super gonorrhea spreaders. Just another reason to get circumcised. We should, we should, um, that should be our thing. Like, right now, you and I, we talk about whatever's in the news and whatever strikes our fancy, but we don't have a theme. Our theme should be how can we bring everything in the world back around to why you should get circumcised that that should be our theme exactly. is like, no matter what's happening it, it circumcision solves the problem that would I want to hire sigourney weaver to do commercials <laughs> for 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 circumcision hi i'm sigourney weaver and i'm here to say that alien actually started in some dude's foreskin anyway uh get get circumcised and listen to the idiots on parade podcast <sighs>
All right, final story, because you have to wrap it up in 10 minutes or less. Um, I just thought this was interesting, because uh, last week, the big news was Kirk Cameron was... Sync- was um, um, what was Kirk Cameron doing? He, he was creating outdoor choirs, outdoor singing festivals, where people went to sing in defiance of COVID rules in California, which you and I have said... There are two approaches to the coronavirus, and we don't like either of them. One is the California lock everything down, everybody stay in your house for 10 years and kill the economy, which is incorrect. And the other is Florida, which is fucking let fly and kill everybody uh, and save the economy until everyone's dead, which is not correct. Um, So while I understand where Kirk Cameron is coming from, I do not understand how going outside and singing is going to change the world, but whatever. Well, another person is now singing. Uh, COVID super spreader event is feared in Los Angeles as Christian singer defies health order for concerts. A conservative evangelical Christian singer with a history of defying COVID-19 health mandates. Then again, okay, first of all, I want to stop right there. How do you defy these health mandates? If you put out there, I'm going to hold this event, can't the police just show up and put an end to it? I mean, if you just show up with a guitar and start singing, okay, that's you and your guitar. You have to promote the fact that you want people to come see you and or have this event. The instant it gets promoted, how does it happen? You send the police, the police say, go home, and that's the end of it. So I don't understand how he has these events in the first place unless they're being ignored by the authorities in which case it's a matter of the authority saying don't do this the singer going fuck you i'm going to do it and the authority's not doing anything and then the government saying how dare he do this when we told him not to it's do you see where well it turns out he, he well, he's tricking them in in the blue cities what he's doing is he's not telling them hey this is a christian singer thing where i'm i'm going to bring a bunch of people he's saying it's a pro-Biden rally. It's a BLM thing. You know, that's what he's advertising. And then he shows up and they're like, wait a minute. It's a Christian thing. It's a thing that we don't like politically. We have to crack out on it. It's a super spreader. And so that's what he's doing. It's a little, uh, he's, he's doing a little left-wing, right-wing shimmy. Right, because that is the hypocrisy of the left. If you are doing a BLM rally... It's for the greater good, so go ahead and do it. Put you know, but if you're doing it, yeah. he had three guys in the front row with the BLM side. That's how he's getting away with this in the blue cities. I I see what he's doing. I've been doing this at comedy shows. Absolutely, uh, they fall for it every time. <laughs> well, here's the part I don't understand. This is the hypocrisy. I just had it in front of me. Where is it? Um, he he is he began hosting Let Us Worship open air concerts nationwide to push back against government restrictions on religious gatherings. Okay, I am not a biblical scholar. However, I do remember uh, the book of Matthew in which he said, if you need to worship God or when you, when you worship God, when you, when you respect Christ, you worship him in private. You keep Christ close to your heart and you feel the love of God through your actions. So whenever yeah, but then Peter said that Matthew is a commie fuck and that the <laughs> coronavirus is a liberal hoax. Well, what I always think of Matthew when I see a quote like that, the let us congregate and worship, to me, that shows both an insecurity in your belief because you need it reinforced by having other people around you and or a 
misunderstanding of the Bible, which is Christ's message was, do not worship me, emulate me. And the first thing they do is, we must gather together and talk about how much we love Jesus. Like, you are showing in my eyes an incredible lack of faith because you have to pound your chest instead of keeping Jesus in your heart. That's my take. All right, my take is, if you guys want to go listen to some Christian guy, singer guy, you, you know what I mean, and ignore COVID regulations, it's fine. I like I like that we don't. You, you know who is great at dealing with this problem is like the the communist countries, the, like Russia, right. China, because I could just say, you stay inside or go to a gulag. You know, they they they. they Nipped it in the bud right there in two weeks. I like that we live in a country that's free enough that these fucking morons can go, uh, you know, cough in each other's mouths while some guy's up there singing about Christ. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'd rather live in that country than the other guy. Um, I just but don't here's the thing. bump into those here's fucks the thing. at the grocery store. It, right. But it, well, I, I do. Because I'm going to tell them, look, if you go to the to the Jesus concert... You, you know, like completely defying COVID regulations and all that kind of shit, and you get COVID because you, you know you're out there going COVID's a hoax. I love Christ, all that. You then have to admit to me in front of your God and everything that God is a hoax. He's a hoax. If you get COVID at <laughs> that thing, he's a fucking hoax. I'm sorry. Well, I would like that, but to bring this full circle, I believe they would probably just pull a Ted Cruz. And continue to, you know, they, they would get behind how, how Ted Cruz just got behind Donald Trump. I think they would remain, they would they would get angry at the liberals for infecting right. them with something that wasn't COVID, but they're sick with the flu. It's not COVID. Uh, Jesus will protect them. And uh, no they would just kind of shrug and go, maybe my dad did kill JFK right. and just kind of keep fucking walking. I don't think they ever backtrack, backpedal or in reality learn and grow as people. I think that seems to be beyond their reach. But uh, but either way, good talking to you, my friend. Good to see your face. Glad you had a good uh, new year. Got any shows to plug? Uh, no shows, although um, my other podcast, Love Gurus, Love which, Gurus. which, which you, you were on a little while ago. Yep. This is a great and episode. Just subscribe to the YouTube channel, Love Gurus Thank on you. YouTube. Thank you, listeners. Subscribe to it on YouTube. Actually, we're going to start doing that one live. It's on an app called Remo, where listeners can actually comment and even come on and talk live to either A, ask questions, B, give input on on us and the questions we're leave, we're reading. We just read, like, fucked up dating questions we find on Yahoo Answers. We, troll, we, we scroll through and, and, and then find, like, the... Yeah, just sort of the weirdest questions we can. Read them on the show, answer them, slash make fun of them, that kind of thing. But we're gonna start doing. We're gonna start live streaming them this coming Thursday. It's gonna be every single Thursday night at uh, nine o'clock. So check that out. There's gonna be links on YouTube, Love Gurus Podcast. Um, it's also gonna be on the Remo app as well. And uh, so yeah, check that out. That's gonna be a new thing we're doing. Nice. Well, if any of our listeners happen to be near the small town of Platteville, Wisconsin, and I know in all likelihood most of you are, I mean, you probably all, all our listeners probably live in Platteville, Wisconsin, so all of you, uh, drive 10 minutes north to the Arthur House, and you will see me on Saturday, January 9th at the Arthur House, just north of Platteville, Wisconsin. I do have a gig. I'm excited. All right, visit jakevevra.com, visit nathantimmel.com, subscribe to the Love Gurus. You can su subscribe to my blog. I'm a writer. 
And uh, there you go. All right. Good talking to you, Jake. You too. Later.